yeah. Hey, girl. Welcome back to the Black Cast. We'll be taking your long-distance dedications in a little while. But for now, there's a lot to talk about. Joined, as always, Agent Starling. I will Starling underscore. Coltrane, still semi on Twitter. actually tweeted today. Damn right I did. Woo! At Coltrane Leaks. However, down to 14.7 thousand followers. 14.7 thousand? Yes. That's not bad. It's a... it's a cause for concern, though. Well, I, you know, as I've uh, pointed out to other other people in the past, I feel as though now that we don't have uh, our strong fan uh, Matt and KC uh, help me out with uh, with my Twitter uh, Twitter followers. Yeah, that, that's uh, true. Yeah, what Matt and KC is, uh, is is I always is... suspected that he uh, he did a solid for me and uh, and hooked me up with a, with a bunch of Twitter followers and. Now they're gone. I mean, I could be entirely wrong, but so I'm pretty could, sure it was him. He could get back in there and uh, start all over. Is that what happened? Yeah, I just feel like he's like, yeah, there's no, there's no uh, main show anymore, so... Yeah. You know. I'm not no, but he no, still loves the Black Cast. I'm not those fuckers barbecue don't, ever again. Don't get me wrong. He still loves the Black Cast. He's, uh, he's looking to be out here in uh, February. Ooh. Boy, that's a long time from Ooh, now, but... Uh, birthday. Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> wants to come to my birthday karaoke. Yeah. He doesn't want Lawrence to be the only one. Anyway, also here on the show, as always, Captain EO on Twitter at... Jeff DeRay. Uh-huh. Now, as all of you who listened to the most recent installment of the Black Cats, you know that there were all these plans that we were going to go see Jurassic World together. And yeah. Captain EO's schedule proved a little difficult to work around. True look, that. True that. Look, I have by a pr- that, you mean no one was willing to try at all? <laughs> Sorry. Look, I have a pregnant... I got shit to do in the morning, I got, a, I got a pregnant wife. She does. She can't stay out I late. I got Dave the dog, dude. He's in Mi- his crate. Mi- be in there for longer than six Mrs. hours. Mrs. Starling, she had work early the next day. I had work. So because of the women, you know, we were just like, look, man, we got to be vadges and, uh, you know, go to the 7 p.m. show. And by Sorry. that, I also mean that... Uh, Bujenski said he'd give me a handy if I went to the uh, 7 o'clock one. Sorry. Well, that is why Bujenski went. So. But, uh, you know, and look, uh, <laughs> Jeff, in our in our defense, we didn't want to go with him. We had to go with him because you were unavailable. And, uh, you know, like so Brandon it's Deborah like show being in the morning. Yeah, it was like having it was like having old EO or, you know, because like, because you're you're not the new him. You're not the new Liev. He was the old you because you're so much better. I mean, right. we didn't go to the movie with you, but yeah, keep stroking. I really want to know <laughs> how almost do you feel there. because almost in there. my thinking, in my thinking <laughs> that uh, you know, um, not to start a, uh, a grudge match, a steel cage match of some kind, but I was pretty sure Coltrane could have gone late with you. But Coltrane, what do you uh, what, what do you have to say to uh, Jeff? And Jeff, what do you have to say to Coltrane? Uh, I believe I just uh, gave my explanation that Bujenski offered me a handy to go at the 7 o'clock one. It's the so. first time I've ever heard you mention potential sexy times with a boy. Well, well then you not, not a boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's a lady boy. Did there? Yeah, they call that see, lady see, boy see, if you go to no. Thailand. Yeah. See, see. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Captain Neo, your thoughts on the way that that evening played out. And, uh, you know, I was... Kind enough to let you know how we were doing. I posted a photo of all of us at the movies, and uh, you know, uh, you know, we were so sorry you couldn't be there. That I, yeah, I just made the joke that I guess we forgot to call you. But uh, so, how did how did you take all this? I just want to look you in the eye <laughs> when I tell you how you made me feel. <laughs> I, <laughs> Your mom was with you. Yeah, I wasn't, wasn't gonna, that I, bad. I was going to cancel anyways <laughs> <laughs> because your mom didn't want to go see it. No. 
She well, she didn't want to go then. She's like, but Jeffrey, it's already one o'clock my time. I just want to be asleep. But you were like, wait a minute, dinosaurs, mom. And she's like, mm-hmm. no. Well, she loved it when we did see it. She was very excited. I wish, All right, so it was like it was like a little kid's date where I went with my mom with my friend and his parents. Oh wow, that's actually pretty that's amazing. amazing. It was pretty. Amazing. You know, my mom was cool. in town. If I'd known that it was like a mom thing, I definitely I, I could have. I'd already seen it though, so that that wouldn't have been fair. Mm. Well, I'm gonna still. This episode still called Captain EO's Revenge anyway mm-hmm. because I I teased it as that and. Uh, you needed to be more furious at us, but you weren't going to go anyway, so... You sons of bitches! Well, uh, since you didn't get to see it with us, uh, Captain EO, let's let you have the first crack at talking about what you thought of Jurassic World. Well, I'm just going to go, like, Eminem in 8 Mile right here and just preempt anybody that would say it's bad because they're totally wrong and uh, have no idea what they're talking about. This was the best movie ever for someone like me. All right, so wait, ever... Like, what was the best movie for you before Jurassic World? Jurassic Park. The 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 OG. Yeah. And then this bumped the OG down. Yeah. All right. Because because here's the thing, there's lots of metaphors in this movie. Okay. It's very deep, very leveled. Like, sure. You know, first of all, they have to create a whole new dinosaur just to get us, the audience, to go. But then they nod to that by saying that that's what they need people to go to the park for. Because think about it. In each movie, they have to up the ante. First, it's one T-Rex. Then it's multiple T-Rexes. Then it's some other stupid not T-Rex that no one gives a shit about. And now it's this Adominus Rex, which is like the most badass fucking dinosaur that has ever existed. And I, I'm i like gay for that dinosaur. So if to uh, ask a question that I would normally ask our mm-hmm. uh, friend Liev, would you? Yes. You would. Oh, you well, would no. Indominus well, Rex. And actually, Indominus Rex was a girl, so it wouldn't even be Oh, bad. so that's not even weird. No. I mean, it's a, okay, it's a little weird. No, it's not weird. Yeah, look. No, I, it was a great movie. Uh, I thought it was really funny. Um, there I were thought, moments. Uh, I was glad to see uh, Nick from New Girl. He had a couple of laughs. Yep. They had they had the comedic relief. The action was really good for me. Um, I thought the CGI was a little sh- shaky. I didn't really like the way the Raptors looked. Mm-hmm. Did you see it in 3D or 2D? 2D. Okay, yeah, we all did 2D, so look at that. We we, we don't get sucked in by the uh, higher ticket prices. Because Natalie wasn't there? <laughs> 2D! <laughs> it actually took me a second. I'm like, oh! Yeah! Hashtag, you take the good, you take the bad. Um, yeah, and... You know, I know that, uh, and Coltrane will speak in a moment, I know he had a problem with the kids. You know, I would have been all right if they were eaten. Oh, yeah, but, I didn't care about them, yeah. but they weren't important. They were not important. And But for me, it was literally exactly the movie I expected it to be. It, was, it had nothing more than I would have expected. I didn't expect any less either. It was just delivered on a, on a giant dinosaur movie the way that it's it's kind of supposed to. And uh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't expect anything else. Uh, Coltrane, your thoughts on Jurassic World? Okay, so overall, liked it. The my my two biggest problems with the movie. First of all, as as you just mentioned, the two kids, I couldn't stand those two kids. They didn't look related. They didn't look related to anyone else. That the the genius kid was annoying because whatever his thing was was it wasn't. I don't know. It was like he read a book about dinosaurs, but only the one book like a hundred. It was like he was autistic, but he wasn't. And I don't know. They, I just didn't like them. I really wanted them to get killed, and that would have made it better. And or my, just one of them, and then the other one had to suffer. I hated both of those. Kids. All right, they, they all both right. Fair to enough. Go. 
Um, and then my my other uh, major complaint about the whole thing, and it's now it's sort of cliche because everyone talks about it, but the fact that she's running around in heels the entire fucking movie entire is movie. just stupid. At certain points, like when they're all like regrouping to go out and like you know battle like the dinosaur and stuff, she could have put on some fucking regular shoes. She could have pulled a romancing the stone and fucking chopped off the back heel. That would have been fine. Anything would have been fine. The the fact that she's running from like in front of a T Rex. With her heels on, and she doesn't fall at any point in the entire movie. Running through the jungle, doesn't fall, doesn't like get the, doesn't like lose a shoe in the mud. Really? None of that. That just, that was annoying to me entirely because it just, at a certain point, take off the fucking shoes. Other than that, liked it. I liked the fucking dinosaurs fighting. That was fucking yeah. great. Because it's a movie about dinosaurs. You want to see the dinosaurs fighting. So that was what, why I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. And it's always like, look, I could have seen more. I could have seen Indominus Rex and T-Rex. That could have been like this, the same running time of the movie up until that point. If they wanted to make that then take 25 minutes, I'd be like, all right, this is cool. Oh, yeah. well, that, uh, no problem. And like, fine. if you want to do cutaways of Bryce Dallas Howard running in those shoes, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, whatever, because it's like you're not going to take away from how awesome that is. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I didn't expect more. Coltrane, there's a couple. Those those are kind of minor things. Right. You still enjoyed it on. Oh, yeah. Like I said, overall, I enjoyed the movie. I like the fact that it's a dinosaur movie where dinosaurs fight. Yeah, that's that's important to me. I love that shit. It's just like I said, those two things were the two things that bothered me the most. So outside of those two things, if they could have just corrected those two things, Killed off the kids, or didn't even they didn't even fucking didn't even need to the have kids. the kids to begin with. You know, that yeah. would have been fine. And if she could have at some fucking point put on shoes, like real even, shoes, honestly, it even flip flops would have been better. Anything would have <laughs> if she had fucking run around barefoot, barefoot it would have been yep. better. Yep. I just wouldn't. That's matter. right there for you. Yeah. Basically, the only point of the kids was to get them to not just run and hide after they find out the Dominus is loose. Yeah, that's right. a good point. You kind of need that to which is to why motivate it, them. which is why it would have been fine if they had gotten killed there. Yeah, perfect. Because at that point, you're like, all right, well, yeah, we, they, we still got to try and their purpose. solve this. Okay, yeah. kill them. Well, now for another uh, <laughs> viewpoint on this, we go to the person who has become the black cast resident naysayer. Doesn't seem to like anything. I don't know. He Debbie always, Downer's got nothing on this guy. Always, oh. He used to always speak out against the people who just kind of, you know, reflexively hate everything. But now I just feel like he doesn't like anything. So, Will, um, Agent Starling, tell us, what were your problems with Jurassic World? Uh, to quote the Joker, where do we begin? Uh, so many problems. What a big piece of shit that movie was. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Anybody who says that it's better than the first Jurassic Parks deserves to be taken out back and shot in the fucking oh, head. Oh, so you're going to you know shoot why? Captain Whoa. EO in the head? Captain you're going to shoot Captain Whoa. EO. You are dead to me, sir. Wow. Here's wow. a beautiful you guys were gonna film fight. made pra- with practical effects that has theme and stake and consequences <laughs> and real fucking characters oh that you care about, including the children. Let's and, just sit back. And Dr. Hammond, who feels so piss poor about it in the end where he thought he could make this big beautiful park and in the end it doesn't work and he feels so shitty and in the new one you don't give a shit about anyone there's zero consequences in the end you're like i'm pretty sure they're just gonna fucking do it again how te- what? what all right well the one that's, point that's that, just the tip of the iceberg. one point guys. that you made that we talked about afterwards uh, i couldn't agree with more is after the events of the first jurassic park yeah you would think that no one anywhere would ever one who would go 
agree to keep it open. Yeah. Two, invite tourists to come back. Right. And three, all those tourists going there. Yeah. And then it's and hard then, to believe, but it's a movie, and I'm willing to suspend that. But, when uh, you create the most simultaneously thrilling and exciting and dangerous theme park in the world, <laughs> yes. world. You you employ only fucking morons to work there. Well, we had oh, that. that, that we, yeah, that was funny too. Yeah, we had that where I grew grew up. It was so, called Action Park. Yeah, yeah. And when they cut it away, that guy's like, "Okay, only two of you guys left in the ball here. Just don't hate me. I only work here." It's like you're fired, Greg. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that kid and was and by the way, I worked at Whalem Park for a whale of a time. Just yeah, saying. Yeah, good, good. Nice. Whale of a time. That okay. Here's the thing: is that I. This, well, I always tell this to people because look, I like a lot of movies. A lot of the, a lot of other people hate. I do, and I usually take that attitude of like, look, it's kid stuff. Have fun. Have a good time. Yeah, have a good but there time. Well, so many issues. Why could you not face. have a good time with that movie? Don't wait for the translation. Because what <laughs> the fr- Transformers franchise, for instance, gives you is not what the first Jurassic Park gives you. That is the world that they've created, which is a beautiful, touching, thematically rich world about. Uh, playing God and 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 the risks and the consequences that come because of that. Transformers are just like let's have a bunch of fucking robots and explosions. So that's the only thing that you have to enter. The same with Ninja Turtles. It's like it's mutant turtles and they're fighting with ninja skills. I'm like cool. That's all we have. How did I know you were going to get a, a teenage mutant ninja turtles reference in here? I'm well, just saying because those are the saying. two that people pick on me for liking. Or Man of Steel, for instance. But Man of Steel actually had fucking heart and characters that were real people. Who you enjoyed, who are actually making difficult decisions. And Rob Lorch, I can't wait to see your enraged com. I'm going to make you sit down and watch that movie. Yeah, I mean, America. General Zod had uh, had some heart until uh, Superman murdered In him. In the end. that's the, <laughs> No, but that's the best thing about General Zod is that he was actually a sympathetic villain. Because in the end when he's like, do you see we could have built something in this squalor? Sure. Like a real moment for him. He's a bad guy, but like you're like, fuck, he's a psycho, but... He's a psycho for all the right reasons because he's a real good bad guy. Now you've in said you've said that Jurassic World. How can the you more not say you've that about th- a dominance? The more you've thought about Jurassic World, yeah, you've gotten more angry about yes. it. So while you're watching right. it, are you thinking this is terrible? Or I was thinking, God, this is really bad. The, what? And also know this: <laughs> we all went, and I went as part of the group outing. But if you all hadn't been like, "Hey, let's make a group thing about it," I had no intention to see that movie in the in the theater. You were gonna just only, not that interesting. You were only gonna watch somebody's Periscope feed of when based, they went to see it. Yeah, right. Okay. Based on the trailers, it looked like a hollow mess. Let me, and that's exactly what it was. I want to know. There were they were not real fucking people in that movie. They fit everybody. Fit this weird stiff stereotype. Every uh, time, Chris Pratt was awesome. But okay, whatever. Chris Pratt was. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Chris Pratt was just that. What? caricature that he's been playing for the past five years now yeah, insert awesome. star lord into jurassic world yes give him exactly no, give him Please no do. backstory give him no character alan grant is a real human he was being in the Navy, not dr the ian malcolm exactly. is a real human being. <laughs> what's his face evan what's that guy's name evan stone evan sly he had some like action hero name sly in the family stone craig, i don't know what you're talking craig about Nelson. Stallone? i don't know uh, what craig biggio whatever his character's name was he was just like what why was he there? Also, I'm sorry, you can't train raptors. We're going to do that. We're going to talk about that. Those are not what? mammals. What? No. Wait a second. Now, wait they do not a have second, the same buddy. Level they can of open doors. They can be trained. Exactly. <laughs> if, Listen, that's, that's a great answer. answer. That's if a great you can answer, open Captain a door, Neil. you can be trained. Yeah, I would follow Chris Pratt into battle if I was in. I Raptor. would too. I Much know small. I would. Yeah. Everyone has a boner for Chris Pratt for good reason. It's fine. Exactly. Chris Pratt himself is not the problem. 
it's the cheap, shitty, poor writing of a fake character that Chris Pratt jumped into. Now, keep in mind, also, here was a factoid I didn't really know until about a week ago. They filmed a good 25% of this movie in pre-visualization stuff. So they filmed all of the action, a lot of the action sequences before they even had a script or cast a lot of people. So what they had to do was write a script and cast characters to fit into action set pieces that they already shot. And That's Captain EO, Captain EO, would you say that they did an amazing job on that? Yep. No. I think they killed it. <laughs> it was, okay, here's what happens. Here's these two kids going off to Jurassic World. You're like, yeah, it's a good time. No, because I don't give nobody, two shits exactly. about the kids. Because here's you. what the whole movie's. But here's a, how the movie starts. It starts with yes. a dinosaur coming out of a shell. Because that's what the fucking movie's about. Sure. Dinosaurs. Sure. Wait a minute. But, so you weren't emotionally invested into the fact that these uh, two young boys' uh, parents seem to be having problems and might be getting a fuck divorce. Those kids. Yeah, and their parents. How, I mean, like the fact that that storyline even would. Yeah, they like tried why was that, that storyline there? there made this no is, sense. This is the I real problem. I just don't care about the kids, and so that's okay because they were just there to drive but, the dinosaurs. But, Captain Neo, think about the children. What do you mean you don't care about the children? The real Calm issue down, is that <laughs> this is a sequel to Jurassic Park, technically. And yeah, they're it, ignoring that two and three even happened. Exactly, so this is a direct a sequel to Jurassic Like Park. most of the world, they're if ignoring they said, that part hey, three Here's Chris Pratt in a movie where he was with dinosaurs, and it's called Dino Land, or like Dinotopia. You know, like, what? I don't fucking there care. There was already a movie call. called Dinotopia. Sure, okay, Way so we'll rip it off. Whatever it is. Give you, it Unidio. I don't give a shit. You don't have to like the movie, then but it give it been some fine. credit. It did a great job of giving somewhat homage to the first film without being annoying about it. Like, you have the Jurassic Park It was Park pretty annoying. You have the parallel character. Let's go, let's, uh. let's go physically revisit the broken down set where this mistake happened the fucking first time and remind you that it's happening again because we're idiots. And what mm-hmm. you said is such a big point where it's like, this whole movie is, is, is created based on the fact that it's like, well, people are, don't get enough thrills anymore, so we had to create the Indominus Rex. And the movie itself is exactly that. Which is a bunch of moviegoers who can't appreciate. If you showed some kid Jurassic World and Jurassic Park second, he'd be like, "Well, the second one was boring." And it's like, "Yeah, except for the no second way. one, no one would find Jurassic Park boring." Uh, I don't know. Jurassic well, Park they would all the block the level of. But they would also want to know now. why why Newman and Nick Fury are in the same movie. <laughs> yeah, you think little kids great. would know who Newman is? Uh, Newman. If those kids are Hello, Newman. Newman. I don't want to be a pirate. If those kids were raised right. Absolutely, they would know. That you know, is look, the big problem. They, I agree with Captain EO, um, mostly because he disagrees with you. No, I agree with him because it did a good job of, you know, you sort of do a nod, but you don't get all wrapped up into what had come before, which I think is one of the fundamental problems with Superman Returns, the Brian Singer, the Kevin Spacey abortion of a Superman movie that I only call that because I want to annoy you. Um, but uh, I think that that one was too heavy-handed in all the nods. This, I was like, oh, it's just some little things. All right, why do they have those Jeeps? But hey, look, it, uh, all right, it's and, still kind of cool. And how can they get those Jeeps to work? That, what, that was a switched little... out the battery. There were so many <laughs> weird... Sub, <laughs> like, there were so many Again, weird subplots and things yeah. that like didn't get resolved, or they were like they just threw them in there so they could like have something to talk about that never fucking paid off. Like when that little bitch kid cries on the fucking train, like Dad and Bob are gonna get a divorce, and the older brother's like, "No, they're not." And then they're like, "Okay, well, we'll never talk about that." Well, again, again but I by the way, thank God that they never talked about it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I think I've explained that, that we they should talk about the kids. Also, the, the fake yeah, romance between Bryce Dallas Howard and and Chris Pratt was ridiculous. Look, they'd gone on a bad date. They'd gone on a bad date. And then in the end, they're like, yeah, which, we like by each the way, other. I don't That's think so anyone cheap. has ever gone on a bad date with Chris Pratt. I'm just, <laughs> nope. That's true. I'm sure Anna Ferris hasn't. Nope. 
I believe it's pronounced Anna. I believe is you're Anna Fair. You're right. It, it is I Anna. Wanted to get Anna me. <laughs> oh. Uh, you know, look. It, like, was it? Here's the thing: is like from an entertaining value, yes. like perspective. Like I said, if it was called anything but a Jurassic sequel, I would have had the same mindset as I not did another Jurassic sequel would exactly. have been the title. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> With Anna Faris from a half of the writer Which of Scary been, Movie. Here's what I went into it wanting to wait. See. Oh. Whoa. Whoa! I know how much you guys like Kittens this movie. Kittens got you claws. Need to know how bad it <laughs> is. You've already gone on about how bad. <laughs> no, all right, it is. let let Will make his final point. It's and then... not a re- It's not even like a movie. Well, it's a bunch of weird kind of moving set pieces that get shifted in and out to force all of this random dinosaur action. Where like the Indian guy, who apparently is the successor of John Hammond's legacy. It's like, it's not about money. Who cares? It's all about having fun. And then when they're like, hey, let's just shoot a missile at the Indominus Rex and blow it up, his response is, no, we spent too much money on it. What the f- You just said it wasn't about- Just kill the fucking thing immediately. When the government comes in and interrupts everybody, I know that kid from uh, New Girl, whoever that girl was, both of them should have been fired long ago. You don't have idiots working for- Why were they like that? Why were they like that? Uh, they're not even real people. <laughs> they work in Jurassic World, the most sophisticatedly dangerous theme park in the world. They have a unique set of skills. And it was like, it was like, it was like the cast of Degrassi was just there with their little dinosaur by the way, toys set I, up on By the way, monitor. I wish that would have been amazing. When the government but came anyway. in, I was like, good, at least they know how to get shit done. And every time and Vincent D'Onofrio fucking done. showed up, he was like, you know what we could use these for? War. It was like, stop. Stop saying that every time. <laughs> hey, guess what? These raptors? War machines. Hey, see that Indominus Rex? Fucking war. War. Hey, that's <laughs> why, that's why you bring Vincent D'Onofrio it onto your... It made me your... want to beat my head against... Maybe I should have, and it would have ended quicker. Oh, so wow. You... <laughs> but that uh, actually that actually does remind me of a point that uh, made by Mrs. Starling, that it was hysterically funny that like these mercenary pirates come in on the helicopter, yeah. they shoot the one the one dinosaur, yep. and then they disappear. Wait, never no, no, don't, don't they whisk away B.D. Wong? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What yeah, the fuck so, is he so, doing there? To be like, right, I'm they part practically disappear. They do anything no, else. They no. came in. They tried to fight the Indominus. It ripped them to shreds. Yeah, and then they were dead. There yeah. was there was only a team of like six people. If you look at that video board of of all the heartbeats, <laughs> <laughs> they were dead pretty fucking quick. That, 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 there were that a lot was of one of the sequences so. that they no, shot before, before that, they filmed the movie. Because hey, remember how the Indominus Rex could could do camouflage? Never used it ever again. Could have been helpful. They just forgot about it. We wasn't always in the jungle. Captain Neo, what was the point you were going to make that uh, Agent Starling interrupted you? I was just going to say, I went into the movie wanting to see dinosaurs fighting and like going crazy and sure. eating people. Yeah. I yep. wanted to see Chris Pratt looking like a badass, riding a motorcycle. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I just wanted Jurassic Park to happen again. And it did. Jurassic so Park, the movie itself, satisfied. did not happen again. Dinosaurs and Chris Pratt, a lot of that happened. A lot of fighting. But there, w- this is not even in the same... Like this isn't even like triple A version of dress. I feel like you're doing you're doing what old people do with music. You're saying that new music is shitty because it's new and it doesn't remind you of when at that time when things were perfect. It's a sequel to Jurassic Park, so this would be like if somebody's like, "Hey, we're the new Led Zeppelin. We're going to do a new Zeppelin album." By the way, way to go, commies! Like speaking during the national anthem. New music (laughs) is entirely new. New band, new people, new new thing. This is a sequel to Jurassic Park, a direct sequel that ignores two and three. That being said. Lost World, come on, doesn't deserve as much shit as it gets. No, I like Far Lost superior World. to Jurassic World. You know no. why? Because Ian Malcolm's a fucking man. No, Ian Malcolm's a f- 
homo. <laughs> wow. 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 See how you almost bagged Ellie it, Sattler in the first one by touching her wrist with a drop of water? Let's see Chris Pratt do that. That was so gay, and he needed to step off because <laughs> Grant was about to Chaos clock theory. him. Chaos theory, baby. He's Come a little on. bitch. Malcolm <laughs> is a bitch. Whenever we have these kind you know of- Jeff Goldblum is fucking dope. The Jeff fly, Goldblum just... would have gotten eaten by the Tyrannosaurus Rex like that. Yeah, he would have been the guy on the shit in the movie where it happened and he lived. Chomped. Uh, now, I'm always the uh, first one to say that box office doesn't matter, but since I'm a huge hypocrite and it makes my point for me and completely reinforces it, I feel like it's worth pointing out that the biggest domestic opening of all time, with more than $208.8 million for a weekend, is uh, that's a, you know very noteworthy, but that's $208.8 million that are wrong, and Agent Starling thinks he's right. That's the worst movie. Worst movie you've ever well, seen. No. Worst movie you've ever seen. No, no, no. Here's and here's. This is why I always say everything. I take take everything say with a grain of salt because at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like I hated it and uh, it was not for me. But here's what I don't do. You asked me how I felt and you knew we were going to get into it. Because yeah, well, because so we've already talked a little and bit about it. It's part of the the podcast. Yes, but to to hopefully make me more of a gentleman, I only get goofy because I think it's fun to do it with you guys. I don't go out of my way to tell people online and in right. person. If, if oh, somebody posts on Facebook, like, what a great, I love Jurassic I World. You don't then comment go, right away like, well, you're an idiot. Yes, I hate it when people do yes, that. To me, absolutely. like I said, I like movies that people think are pieces of shit. This is the one that I don't like. And I just well, like, there this is the one? <laughs> what else did I hate this this passionately? Uh, Name one that I hate is this Somebody's month. got Marvel fatigue. But did I, do I ever go on about Marvel movies to no. this degree? No. Not no. to this degree. No. But I think that But you haven't a, seen Ant-Man yet. <laughs> uh, I have not, but I do believe that Ant-Man might be the starting the slow decline well, of Marvel I, movies. Well, I thought that uh I thought that either Thor or Captain America were going to be that and uh, I was very wrong. I well, just didn't think that those characters say, translate well. I think the Marvel movie machine has created Part of the problem of what is in Jurassic World, which is it's again, it's not a real movie. It's not ABC. It's a bunch of weird moving set pieces because they know they're going to make more. You know what I mean? Like there's all this fucking universe building going on now where nobody makes a movie and then decides to make a sequel based on a completed story and be like, well, what can we do now? It's not that. Every movie that comes out, it seems like that's a blockbuster, is a half of a story Mm -hmm. because they're like, well, we're going to make 10 more. And it's like, I, well, you've I, definitely made my point about Godzilla from last year. How it just dare didn't feel you? Like a movie. But, okay, and by the way, wrong. the dinosaur fight, all the dinosaur oh, fighting yes. in Godzilla, nowhere near as good as Not the dinosaur fighters in know Jurassic World. It looked good and didn't look like CG. The CGI was so cheap looking. At there is one line of dialogue that unfinished. mattered from Godzilla, and you know what it is, Agent Sterling. Let them fight. Oh. The rest <laughs> of it, I could do without. <laughs> But God, I loved when he said that. I mean, listen, there was a little bit in the movie Godzilla that could have been cut out. Otherwise, it was a good movie. And, and you that's got, what and we're you talking about. A movie with well, no, yeah, and, like, I, and characters. That I, you and you can't say, I, but I'm not the only one because Mr. Dennis Miller walked know. out of Godzilla. Okay. So Godzilla clearly. That's not the heart I wanted it to have. <laughs> what did you want it to have? I wanted there. I thought the ending was way too deus ex machina. I thought it was bullshit that they were just like, oh, yeah, you got to drive out on this boat with this nuke. Psych, we got a helicopter to pick you up two feet out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your that's your big problem with Godzilla that just fucking tanked that movie and then when yeah. Chris Pratt jumps into a raptor cage and holds his hand out and goes hot that with a clicker and makes no fuck he's just clicking it randomly that's great it's like dog training he's just like click 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 it's like what are they responding okay, to but it was an raptors are pack animals and if, he's, uh, if he has imprinted on them <laughs> as an alpha who are you to say it d- are do the, are they wolves? Are they mammals? I yeah. don't know if reptiles and dinosaurs. Does our history no, show that like they birds, work the and same you can way? Train birds empathetically. Can you not train a falcon? You can train a bird, sure. 
and a raptor is a dis- well, an ancestor uh, of yeah, a bird. Yeah, but I don't. Th- I think that evolution has helped the bird brain become a little bit better at being trained than a fucking dinosaur. Those are million-year-old animals. I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you, but you don't know that for sure. Because it's true, you I don't know that for sure. The same and they were genetically modified, so you say, don't know what else they were blended with. Just it's hard to say. I'm sure somebody genes. was like B.D. Wong probably mixed it with like a baby, so they have a little <laughs> yeah. baby brain. Well, I mean, okay, suspending your disbelief for a second, is it not entirely possible that with all the genetic modification and experimenting that they were doing that they first could of all have don't instilled. talk about caitlin jenner like that <laughs> continue <laughs> how dare you sir i, I, I don't know who my, hit that bell but when i was getting my haircut today i i compared my stepdad to caitlin jenner oh you did <laughs> interesting. interesting anyways um what, what was, was the I point saying? that he was making before yeah. <laughs> you just totally sidetracked me you're welcome smoking hot you're welcome <laughs> well anyway no, i was saying i was saying they could have had genes instilled in them that would have made them follow orders. That's what we're talking about. I get that. That that argument, I guess, could be made. But it's just, it's just, I just I mean, looking they put at enough it, other things in. Looking there. at it, it's like, how did we take the, one of the most magical movies that's ever been made, the first Jurassic Park, and then and make it better? And then you watch it. Th- <laughs> first of all, Ken, you know it's not better than the first. It's not really Park. better than the first one. I just said that to piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> the, best, the first one is probably the best movie ever, but I really love this one because it gave me what I wanted in the sequel. Okay. It gave me what I wanted, and it- Which and is it, no plot or story or theme and just a bunch of dinosaurs and explosions that happen randomly? Yeah. What's wrong with that? What, did yeah, you want because, character development yes. for the well, for the what, Velociraptors? We're talking about playing yeah. God and making dinosaurs and then filling a theme park with them and then putting people you, there. You can't All those people were murdered Jurassic and tortured by dinosaurs. That little assistant girl who was like, oh dear, like fucking female- That was female. actually one of the- that that was really? one of the things I wanted to she talk to you suffered. about. We talked about that. She got drowned. Just we yeah, watched her. Like, we we just talked suffer. about that after we saw the movie. An the, important the lesson. Bryce Dallas Howard's assistant. She didn't deserve the British that. Girl. She, she did. didn't deserve she it. Wasn't but that was some drum. dark shit that they put Very in that movie. Dark. Because as we talked about, that's what the killer whales will do to the trainers when they get a hold of them and they try to drown them. Yeah. They'll drag it down, but they'll let you up and like you get to gasp. Like they really get off on like drowning somebody. So it's like somebody applied that. To Jurassic World, and I'm like, wow, that is really dark, but I applaud them because it fit perfectly in this movie. I think that that was supposed to be a lesson about being responsible. And not being British. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, <laughs> and then this yeah watch after about. the kids you're charged with and stop being British. We look at, and thankfully the sequel is doing it, because otherwise I, this everything about Man of Steel was like predicated on the notion of whether or not they dealt with the destruction in the sequel. And the sequel so far, Batman vs. is all based in the fact that all the shit got destroyed. So good. They're taking that stuff to task and talking about it. Good. With Jurassic World, it was an insane, unless they talk about it in the sequel, it was this weird, like, just cacophony of destruction and murder and mayhem where in the end it was like a bunch of people in silhouette hurt in a ward somewhere. And then Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard just walk out of the building, like, holding hands and shit. And you're like, are we not? Is nobody interested in the people, the ones who died and... Were killed like in the first no. movie. Everybody hey, those felt kids' bad parents came to get died. them. The Everyone parents seemed to, the and they died. didn't get divorced. Yeah, the parents seemed yeah. to have not gotten divorced. You know, so it helped keep their family intact. So was it was like, all worth it. There was no Bryce House Howard would go to fucking prison, right? No, who gets away with doing this? Well, she would wear fashionable no, shoes while she was in prison for sure. But all these people who know about these terrible things that happen, and that but that Indian guy was like, I can fly this helicopter. Boom, crash, dead. Bunch of pterodactyls just killed him. 
Corporations yeah. don't go to jail. Ridiculous. For, but okay, right she was just an one. employee. Those raptors who we Her were supposed to feel to, about to make the park work, and she was making the park part of the park work. She didn't understand the dinos. That was that was apparent. Once from the again, get-go. the problem with casting a bunch of complete morons to work at the most sophisticated place on the fucking <laughs> planet. That was look. Her that's job a problem with HR, not a problem <laughs> no, with yeah. the movie business. All right, whoever does HR for Jurassic World, the actual park, they should have hired better people. Barbara we Lachinsky. Can, yeah, we can. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for looking that up. Yeah, we didn't need all that. But um, all right, so uh, the the real question is, uh, Agent Sterling, yeah. when the sequel Jurassic Worlder or whatever it's Jurassic called, Harvard. Jurassic World, Jurassic V World, yeah, when that Dawn comes out, Jurassic you're gonna go? No, no way, no shape, no no way, you're gonna go. I will go um, if uh, if, if Captain EO's mom asks you to go with her. I'll go. Let me see. Let me think of somebody who'd have to be in it. What if Aliens vs Predators vs Indominus Rex happen? Oh my no. God, wow. that yeah. would be amazing. I wouldn't go see it because both Alien vs Predator movies were just. Uh, what if what if, uh, <laughs> what if what if what if David Tennant? Because they had people in it. If you could take the people out of it, it would have been fine. What if David Tennant played a uh, yeah a Velociraptor in the film? No, uh, no? no. All right. Okay, but can we just acknowledge the best part of the movie when the T Rex and the Raptor just give each other like the sup and just go their separate ways? Yep. When the raptor so came running back to life or whatever in slow motion, I literally laughed out loud. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I, he did. I, 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 I heard can, that. I, I heard you, that. Yeah. In fact, yes. Um, I just want to point out two quick things. Number one, one thing that I, I read someone else commented on it before about Jurassic World that I liked was that in all like the, in every like Marvel movie lately and everything, like it's all like the world's going to end if they don't do something. Right. This really only impacted the people who are stupid enough to go to Jurassic World. So if they all died, eh, fuck yeah. them. The whole world's still going to be fine. Yeah, it's, uh, it's my argument about those risks exist. It, it's my exactly. argument about why I don't go skydiving or I don't go bungee jumping. Because if I do it and it goes wrong, I'm like, well, you're the asshole who jumped out of a plane. So you deserve to die right now. <laughs> you know? So yeah, if I went to Jurassic World, I should know, hey, there's a chance that a dinosaur is going to eat me. And I just want to point out one other thing. It's going to be hysterically funny when Agent Starling is, in fact, cast in the next Jurassic oh, World. Because that will happen. No, trust me. I, I will sell, out, fa- I will sell out so fast. I swear to God. Saying, Thank you for admitting it. No, funny. we appreciate that. Hysterically <laughs> funny. No, dude, I would sell out in a heartbeat. Are you kidding Thank me? Thank you. First of all, I just want to work. Yeah, yeah look, second of all, and look, I we need you to work. Will you introduce movie. us to Chris Pratt? Yeah. No, as much as I hate stuff, and people yeah. are like, hey, do you want to be in the stuff you hate? I'd be like, fuck yeah. Yeah, you could be Chris Pratt's old Navy buddy. You he'll, know? Be, he'll end up playing a rapist in uh, Game of Thrones. I have said this multiple times talking about <laughs> dinosaur movies. One of what could have been the worst movies, but because they tried to take it seriously, ended up becoming not a good bad movie, but just a bad bad movie, was Theodore Rex with Whoopi Goldberg. For, where she's Whoa. a cop in the future, and her partner oh, is yeah. a fucking T-Rex. <laughs> if somebody sat me down and was like, hey, Will, we want you to star in this movie where you're a cop in the future, and your partner, get this, is a T-Rex. I'd be like, fuck yeah, sign me up now. Let's go. I don't care how good it is or how bad it is. That is what amazing. We're it's amazing. Back. We're back? Yeah. The, the other dinosaur movie? The, yeah, the cartoon one where they like get smarter <laughs> by eating I've that shit. In, since I was like four. Well, don't watch it again, because okay. it's a classic. I bet. <laughs> Better than Jurassic Park. <laughs> Better than Land Before Time, because we all know that is the best dinosaur Okay, movie. that's true. Come on. Come on, Littlefoot. Let's go. Well, we want to know what everyone <laughs> thinks of uh, Jurassic World. I, is mo- is Agent Starling right? More Tweet us at Blackcast. I want to know how much people hate me. 
Oh well, oh, yeah. God. Please, nobody hates you. You're lovable. No, no. I want to hear. I want to hear how angry Robert Lorich is. Okay, that is probably accurate. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, there's uh, there's always Richard a very Diaz, real Richard chance. Richard Diaz is so guys... nice that he'll be like, "Well, I enjoyed it, but I see what you're saying." Oh, what you said, Richard Diaz would yeah. say that. Yeah, Richard, because me and Richard like never really disagree on stuff. We're just like, I liked it, I didn't like it, and then we're like, okay, and then we just like let it go. <laughs> yeah, we argue well, about you stuff. know, he's not. He doesn't want to rock the boat, and that's what we like about Richard Matt Diaz. KC. Um, he he cred with Matt and KC. Yeah, Matt and KC saw it and liked it. He thought it was good, so uh, he can respond to these claims at Blatcast. B l a d t c a s t. Now uh, we're going to for a moment here. We're going to mosey over to Coltrane's corner. Yes. Talk about, talk about something else that Agent Starling hated. <laughs> uh, to which I turn the floor over to uh, Blatcast Chief Adult Entertainment Correspondent Coltrane. Coltrane, tell us what's going on with Little Darlings these days. <laughs> wow. Okay, so of course, we'll, y- young which you Star- can recap for our listeners. Yeah, what little St- darlings. Is. Starling uh, uh, goes to uh, Vegas. Yeah, and uh, and the the strip club he goes to in Vegas is uh, called Little Darlings. After we went, went to there? OG. Gross. Yeah, we the OG exactly. first. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so Las My Vegas. My buddy was like, "I need to see some fully nude girls." So I was like, "I read about this place with with young women." What's what's going on with you, buddy? I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm a little surprised. I'm just a little surprised. If they had been little girls, would you have liked Jurassic World? Um, <laughs> only if they were playing the Oingo Boingo song in the background. Wow. Interesting. All right. Well, anyway, let, uh, so okay. let's call train. Uh, okay. Hold so court here. Uh, Las Vegas strip joint Little Darlings has posted a series of board adverts inviting women over the age of 18 the chance to make up to $1,000 per, per night stripping. And one of them is now auditioning the class of 2015. Another another it's one a class says, move. <laughs> "Pay your way through college." Wow. <laughs> because let's face it, of course, they're all going to go to go become strippers so they can pay their way through college. Yeah, look, if you went to high school in Las Vegas and you're part of the class of 2015, guaranteed you're on your way to a great college. <laughs> so, it's expensive though. So work the summer, you know, you got to pay for books. Um, morning after pills, you know, I mean, all the things that every college girl who grew up in Vegas needs. <laughs> now, critics have slammed the advertising <laughs> campaign, saying the signs are offensive and send a bad message to young women. But club manager Rick Marzullo has defended the promo. <laughs> it fits in with Vegas. Vegas is always going to be Vegas. We all know the economy isn't that great. It's hard to find jobs sometimes. This is an open door for young women, 18 years and older, to come and make some good money. Fantastic! I just think that is a genius marketing idea because it is actually going to get young, attractive women to, to uh, recent graduates to come in. And also because men like uh, Agent Starling will go to that strip club specifically and see the uh, incoming new um, talent. I don't, I don't think uh, guys like Agent Starling will actually go, though. Because uh, Agent Starling, do you find this reprehensible that they're openly courting? Because, look, if you're a high school graduate, you're at least 18 years old. But, you yeah. know, if you went to the Las Vegas public school system, you're probably like 20, 22. <laughs> yeah. You know, somewhere <laughs> in that range. Right. Yeah. So uh, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think that this uh, helps or hurts Little Darlings? Um, for the most part, because I like that Vegas attitude. I kind of just don't give a shit. You don't give a shit, so you think that it's a it's a good approach for them. Well, though. yeah. I mean, the guy's not wrong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it sounds like you'd think, like, obviously. <laughs> Which means he's right. Again, See? I consider exactly. myself a feminist, but at the same time, like, if you're going to make, like, also part of feminism is you have the right to make your Yeah, if you choose. If you choose to do this, then that's your right to do that. So if, as an 18-year-old girl, I mean, look, 
We should we encourage people that young to do this kind of thing? No. Yes. No. They're adults. They're eighteen. They could no. die for their I country. I know. They can smoke saying, cigarettes all in, like, drink, for, in 49 states. In 49 you know, states. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but look, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it. So whatever. All right. Uh, and uh, what do you think, uh, Captain EO? I agree. I mean, I feel bad for these girls, but that's my Wait, own sensibility. How bad do you feel for these girls? Just trying to see like, in the way right that now. you want to comfort I, them? I feel, yeah, not like that. I was going to say, I, feel, <laughs> I sort of feel as though he's going to bang an 18-year-old girl, so it makes sense. You want to give them a shoulder to cry on? too. Sorry. Go oh, ahead. Go ahead. Finish your point, Captain Ian. <laughs> I was just saying, I feel bad for these girls because I feel like they're being exploited, but that's just my sensibilities, and they don't need to live by my sensibilities. So if I could make a thousand bucks for showing my dick, I'd do it. <laughs> I would do it in a heartbeat. Well, you, yeah. heard, you probably can. <laughs> you you <laughs> heard that, ladies and gentlemen, mostly gentlemen, at Jeff DeRay on Twitter. <laughs> a thousand bucks. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. It, could it be less than that? Like five hundo? Don't talk them down if they're going to give me a thousand. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, stop we'll start. Let's start with a thousand. A thousand OBO. Stop <laughs> pretending the Jurassic World was the most anticipated movie for you this summer when Magic Mike XXL comes out next month. No, we all know it is. No, I don't need. I'm not anticipating that because I. That's a real that dinosaur shit. movie. <laughs> Uh, now, Captain EO has uh, gestured uh, towards me that apparently we have a uh, special guest. On the line, uh, wow. one one who insisted that we put him on the air immediately. So let's go to our uh, hotline for our special guest right now. Christian, it's Gene Simmons of KissOnline.com. <laughs> Hi, Gene. It's great to hear from you. It, it's, it's wonderful to speak with you. A little birdie just told me that you're doing your 125th Blatcast right now. That is correct. So we're celebrating. That's wonderful. That's 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 that's. That's like Peter Chris successfully ordering Chinese food without asking the delivery man if he's heard that joke with the punchline, me Chinese, me play joke, me make pee-pee in your coke. <laughs> <laughs> no, somehow, Gene, I can't imagine that that has ever actually happened, though. It happened just as many times as Ace Frehley not walking out of the house wearing two left shoes. Exactly zero. <laughs> but... But I, I wanted to let you know that there are a number of ways that you can celebrate this achievement, all of which you can get more information about at kissonline.com. For starters, you could rent out a private room at Monster Mini Golf by Kiss at 4503 Paradise Road in Las Vegas. You can give them a call at 702-558-6256. Tell them Gene sent you. That's Gene Simmons. Author of Me Inc. now available in bookstores <laughs> at Amazon.com. Also, or you might want to celebrate by by bringing the gang to the Honda Center in Anaheim, where you'll be able to see the LA Kiss host the Philadelphia Soul. The game starts at 8 p.m. or whenever you go. It's good for you later that night, that afternoon, or even if you want to go right now. Just go to Kiss, LAKiss.com. You can also celebrate with the new Oncogram, which is a cake that Vinnie Vincent pops out of, but be warned, once he's in your home, you'll never be able to get him to leave. So you, might I suggest buying everyone on your staff the Dr. Love feel-good gloves, which are black gloves that are ergonomically designed to ensure that whomever wears them hands all of their cash directly over to me, Gene Simmons of KissOnline.com. Now, wait a minute. What feels good about that? Well, it makes me feel good. Isn't that enough? <laughs> that should be enough for all of us. You know, Gene, I wanted to ask you about something I saw online, you know, obviously at kissonline.com. Did your hair catch on fire while you were performing in Europe earlier this month? 
Yes, well, we're performing in Europe right now. In fact, we're at La Zenith in Paris, France tonight. With a, hundred, a few hundred VIP seats left. But yes, earlier in the week, there was what appeared to be a slight snafu with the pyrotechnics. But don't worry. It was all for a good reason, to introduce our new flame-resistant line of kiss hair pieces. <laughs> because remember, fellas, just because heaven's on fire doesn't mean that your scalp has to be. <laughs> <laughs> and I assume uh, all those details are available at kissonline.com? Actually, no. Due to FDA concerns, you'll need to go over to kiss-hair. Don't worry, it's not real human hair. That's one word. Dot nz.au.ca. Wow, that's a very complicated address, Gene. Can you give it the address one more time? Actually, legally, I can't give it up more than once per hour. <laughs> if you want to comment on something, that happened on last week's episode of the Blackcast, specifically the guest that you had on your show. Oh, yeah, he was great. We had uh, Jason Lee Beckwith. He's the cat man for the Kiss tribute band Kissed Alive, which, by the way, they're performing this Friday night, June 19th, at St. Rock in Hermosa Beach. For more information, go to kissedalive.com. That was repulsive. <laughs> that was the most blatant plug anyone has ever done in front of me. But my question is... If Mr. Beckwith knows the correct address to send my cut of the proceeds from that show, because if he doesn't, he should direct message me uh, on Twitter at at Gene Simmons. I also <laughs> want to know if he will be willing to take a quick trip the day before the show, because on June 18th, Kiss is booked at the Zigo Dome in Amsterdam, and Eric <laughs> has prior commitments and will be unable to perform. Uh, unfortunately, we've also lost our planned substitute Catman, uh, an IHOP, Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity Breakfast Plate. It's delicately on a on a Hello Kitty breakfast set with a side of Old Grandad Bourbon. Uh, that's the ace, actually. Now, Eric will be back with us June 19th at the Grass Pop Festival in Belgium. But we will once again be without a cat man at St. Jordi in Barcelona, Spain, on, I believe, June 21st, where a local foreigner tribute band Los Heros de Jupa, for the drummer we had secured, popular matador Alejandro Amaya's half-eaten paella, covered in country gravy and hand-rolled clove cigarettes. He's wonderful. Wow, that certainly would have made for a truly uh, legendary rendition of Black Diamond. Uh, yes, but for more disappointing, it's far more disappointing is that uh, we would have only had to pay him the scale Toreador rate of two chickens, a goat, and a sack of ten sliders from White Castle. <laughs> wow, that's a very specific pay scale, Gene. Christian, don't get me started on unions, okay? <laughs> uh, but if you could have Mr. Beckwith get in touch with me at my earliest convenience at Gene Simmons on Twitter, uh, that would be extremely helpful. Although, not as helpful as if your listeners spent their unemployment chicks at Checks at kissonline.com. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, well, thanks, Gene, and thanks for always making time for us here on the Blackcast. And be sure to see Kissed Alive this Friday night at St. Rock in Hermosa Beach. For more information, kissedalive.com. Which sounds suspiciously like kissonline.com. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, yes, it does, Gene. Well, we really appreciate uh, Gene uh, calling in. And, uh, you know, uh, now we have a completely different person on the phone. It is not the same line at all. Uh, Captain Eos clicked over to a different line. And uh, we uh, are going to talk for a moment to our friend uh, Rob Lorich from Wisconsin. Rob, we haven't talked to you in forever. 
Hey guys, how are you? I haven't talked to you in so long. I know. I, I it's funny that uh, it's been so long. I didn't even know you had this number. In fact, uh, I, I had been told that you did not have this number. But uh, you know, I guess this is the way these things go, huh? I found it. I paid someone. <laughs> I got it. Now uh, we were talking about something on Twitter earlier today. Uh, the uh, Twitter user Dominicus Saxon is someone we've interacted with before over the years. He's listening to all the black casts starting from number one, and he's he's just caught up to number eighty-two. And apparently, in that episode, I said Aquaman sucks, and uh, I'm supposed to take that back. But um, I don't know. I still feel like he sucks, and we'll let we'll talk about this. But uh, Rob, what do you think about the notion that Aquaman sucks? That is, it's such a, uh, it's bullshit, slanderous crap. Aquaman <laughs> kicks ass. Okay. He, he always has kicked ass. He just got a bad rep because of his costume, and then he's named Aquaman, and that Vincent Chase didn't help. In yeah, so the, on Entourage, the fact that Vinny Chase was in a, uh, in a Aquaman movie, which will probably have, would have been great, because there's no one that I think of, you know, before Adrian Grenier, when I think of Aquaman. I think that you actually made the point that I was going to make, that the biggest problem is uh, Aquaman's costume. It, it, it's not great. And, uh, you know, the, the whole thing, you know, he talks to fish. And, I, I, you know, I mean, my grandfather used to talk to fish, and, and nobody really thinks he's a great hero. Captain EO has a thought he'd like to join in with. Well, I was just going to say, I think you're giving the Adrian Grenier Aquaman a bad rap, too, because you're forgetting it was James Cameron, so he probably would have CGI'd him out of the movie entirely. And, and replaced him with Gal Gadot. <laughs> yeah, replaced him with uh, that guy from Avatar. Well, uh, Agent Starling, what are your thoughts on Aquaman? What am I missing on Aquaman? Aquaman's it, fucking dope. All right, That's is, what. is his costume dope? Uh, I don't give a shit what he wears. So, so you so want to cool. see him naked? You know how cool he is? He makes that stupid costume look awesome. It makes me want to wear that costume. That's how awesome. You know what? I, the true. ocean is like 76% of the world. He controls every bit of that. Wow. Yes. Every bit of it. All of it. And how many people live in the ocean? Uh, a ton of Atlanteans. All right. A ton of his people. Namor, when he opens up a portal for Marvel and then he gets his butt kicked by Aquaman because Namor's a little pee-pee. No, no, they're basically the same guy. Now, you want to talk about lame costumes. Yeah. Look at Namor. Underwear, nothing. Little little wings on his yeah. heels. What, He's, what he does just he wants wings to sh- on his heels for? He just wants to show off how ripped he is like somebody that I know on this podcast right now. Whoa. 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 Guys, stop talking about me. I'm right <laughs> at least he has wings on his feet. Uh, speaking of uh, wings on their feet, that's yeah. actually a terrible transition. Uh, Rob, <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. Did you see Jurassic World over the weekend? No, I did not, but now I kind of want... Well, I didn't hear your discussion. I know you loved it, and I know another friend of mine, two people who saw it, and they both loved it, so now I'm, I'm kind of... Well, here's how you know that you want to go out and see it. Agent Starling hated it. says it's one of the worst movies he's ever seen. I did not say that. Hey, by the way, isn't it great that Will's become that guy? <laughs> now, that's what we were talking about before. I didn't even tell Rob we were going to talk about that part of it. But, yeah, he really is that guy, isn't he, uh, Rob? Yes. I was, I, well, I was talking with my good friend Richard Diaz. We were FaceTime, and I go, and we're like, man, Will's become that guy. What else do I He's not like besides that, that one horror movie? And uh, that's it. Mm, no, no. We go go re- we, you know these things are taped. You can go if Captain Neo wants to go back. He can go back and pull every. You know I could not enjoy like something. Everybody has the right not to enjoy something. When I talk about like Avengers two, I'm like oh, I enjoyed it. It was very entertaining. It's but he has Marvel fatigue. That's his problem. But that's my right to have Marvel fatigue. You know I think I'm getting. I'm just getting this blockbuster fatigue. 
Do you guys want to know how gullible I am? Go ahead. I really believed Rob when he said he took that picture of you guys. Yeah, we were on we were on uh, we were on Twitter and we posted the picture of us with uh, with fake EO, aka Liev, and uh, Rob started. <laughs> <laughs> tweeting along that he was there, and uh, Captain EO really thought that I, you were with us, Rob. I was like, oh, Rob's visiting? What the hell? <laughs> Why didn't they ask me to get the night off from work? <laughs> you guys were at, were you at the Grove? Yeah, we were. Yeah, I don't even know what that is or where it is. But in the picture, in the background, I saw a crate and barrel. Yeah. yeah. I looked up, I actually did some detective work and figured out where the movie theater would be. I said to the Grove, and I was actually going to start getting really specific, but I knew I, after I went past the Grove reference, I'd have nowhere to go. So I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't do it. Well, it's always a safe bet to be like, well, I was in the Apple store earlier. You <laughs> I know. say something like, oh, yeah, we're at the yogurt place. It's great. <laughs> I, there's stuff. definitely a yogurt place, too. What the hell? There, yeah, there, there, there definitely is. Uh, well, one other thing that uh, we want to talk to you about, uh, Rob, this very exciting announcement within the last week. We've talked about Daredevil a few times here. Season two, going to feature Frank Castle, the Punisher, as our guest. Rob, what do you think about that? I'm extreme. I love the Punisher. Same here. I mean, Hell yeah. love the Punisher. In fact, <laughs> I also told Richard Diaz, I'd love to get into it with Will over Punisher Warzone, which I think is fantastic. I love that movie. I know Will hates. Is that the one with John Travolta, or I'm is that the other one? My apples. This other one. Bad. That's no, the other that's one. The other. It's the one with Ray Stevenson, who's now uh, Volstagg in the Thor movies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. So you I love, love that, that one. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's by far the best Punisher movie. Now, but Agent Starling of is... the three, out of which they're all pretty bad. Wait, what's the It's third the one? least bad. I thought that the middle one was all right. The uh, the one with the the, I like pun- that the one, one with the Punisher. Who, the one with the Punisher who tried to proposition your wife in front of you. Oh yeah. What's yeah. the first yeah. Punisher? See, that's movie? why he's on Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren is on my shit list oh. because of that. I hate Tom <laughs> When Will told that story, I think he's a fucking dick now. Right. So is that why you like his movie uh, less than the Dolph Lundgren one from 1987? No, I like it less. Be- no, I like it's less because they they gave him an overly complicated backstory, and and then they try to give him like a kind of like a fam- a bunch of geeks get together and have outsiders and have a family, and that's kind of from the Garth Ennis run, which I don't give a shit about. I like the original three Punisher books: Punisher, Punisher War Zone, and Punisher uh, War Journal, which was my favorite. It's him. It's an hour and a half of him. Brutally killing mobsters and thugs and drug dealers, and it's it's like it's like a Friday the Thirteenth movie. It's just him killing people in gory ways. And That's I think why some of these things and work it's as comic shot. books and not as movies. Yeah, well, uh, look, I I think it's a great. I think he's a great character, and I think that the tone of Daredevil is perfect. And yeah. there's the history of the Punisher and Daredevil. Now, I don't think we'll ever get to see the Punisher and Spider Man in something together, which is there's also a lot of history there. He will be in that Archie movie though, that live action. <laughs> the live action Archie Punisher well, will show up in that. Thank God, by the way, that, he saves I, I the prom. We need to see. Yeah, from Carrie. Do you guys know that the Punisher was my uh, my hip hop? DJ name in college? <laughs> no, yeah. but I'm glad I know now. Yeah. Frank Castle, aka did you, did the guys, Punisher. Did you guys know the Punisher is currently the nickname for my cock? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's basically the I same. I know you raise chickens. Did you know that the nickname <laughs> for my you, cock is you. the That's Jeff true. Scraper? Knows it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, Coltrane uh, keeps up on these things. What did you say, uh, Jeff? Mine's called the Jeff Scraper. <laughs> well, you got that <laughs> name in Bad Boy School, the Jeff no, Scraper. I actually had that given to me by somebody else. A woman? Mm-hmm. Gonzo? No. Okay. 
Hmm. No more, no further Honestly, questions, Your Honor. the Jeff Scraper? Uh, well, uh... Because, like, it, tall buildings are called skyscrapers. So it's the Jeff Scraper. Oh. <laughs> okay, tell the person who gave you that that they're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, Now that I'm glad I don't... I'm glad I didn't understand it because it was a dumb It's because of the, the uh, what's it, the skyscraper dog at Dodger Stadium. The foot-long hot dog. Oh, what they call it a Jeffrey dog. Exactly. Exactly. That's what now, I'm positioning for. <laughs> uh, Rob, before uh, we let you go, uh, Agent Starling said he's not excited about any more movies coming out this summer. Are there anything that you think we well, should be excited be. about? Well, there might be. I just think I forgot. He can't, yeah, he's not, he's not swearing to it, but what do you think we should all be excited about this summer? Um, of course, I'll be there for Ant-Man. Yep. Because I'm completely in the league with Marvel. I'll be watching that. Hashtag. I think, I think they might score a... I think they may score a Guardians of the Galaxy thing with that. Not as big, but it's going to be because they're playing they're playing up the humor, which is good. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's the kind of the only way to do Ant Man. Um, other than that, jeez, uh, I don't know. I think there's something else coming out. That I'm forgetting. There's one more movie in about a month or two. I want to see. Mm, well, I, I, obviously it wasn't. Other than that, it's like oh, I guess we're all waiting for Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, that's really what it that's is. That's kind of how I feel. We're just biding time until Star Wars comes out. You know, my wife's going to have some kind of baby or something. I don't, you know, how much? How excited am I really for that? I'm excited because there's going to be a new Star Wars movie. Is is like your due date based on the distance from Star Wars? Yeah, it's pretty. It's like at least it's going to be about four and a half months before Star Wars. So I'll be mm-hmm. able to like look. You can bring them. You cannot bring them. We got to go see Star Wars that night, you know. And if if by we it means you know me and the rest of you guys because Heather has to stay with the baby, so be it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Self ding there. We'll hear about that when she listens to it. But it's true. Um, yeah, I think uh, you know. I mean, there's movies that I'm like, oh, I'll I'll see that because it looks funny, like. Like Ted too, because that foul mouth little bear makes me laugh. Oh yeah, I want to see that. Tom Brady's dick. <laughs> That's the only reason you want to see. It. <laughs> well, uh, Rob, we appreciate you taking time, and people can follow you on tri- on Twitter. Is it just at Rob Lorge? Am I wrong? Uh, I think it's at R Lorge. At Rob, I think it's at R Lorge. I think you're right. Whatever. I think it's go at to one of yours. Go to go to Blackcast or yours, Will's, and you'll follow mine. You'll see. We'll find you, yeah. And, uh, you know, you'll be glad to know we heard from our friend uh, Gene Simmons a little while ago. You did. How's he doing? I haven't talked to him a lot. He seems to be doing pretty well. You know, there's some new products out there. But, uh, you know, he just was calling to wish us well, which we always appreciate. And, I heard uh, he, was, uh, he might be going through rough times. I think he, he has uh, slightly under a zillion dollars right now. <laughs> yeah. He, but it's all right. He's got some other investments that are going to work for him. So he'll, uh, he'll probably get it all straightened out. Well, Rob, thank you for taking the time. We always appreciate it. That's My pleasure, guys. R. Lorich, L-A-U-R-I-C-H, on the Twitter. And, Rob, we will talk to you soon. Take care. All right, and uh, speaking of people who have a zillion dollars, Donald Trump announced today that he's running for president. He said he's running to, quote, make our country great again, unquote. But he couldn't even make Atlantic City great again. He didn't even really make the Upper East Side great again. And obviously, this is a very obvious joke, but he couldn't make the top of his head great again. So how is he going to make our country great? Does he have... Too many people standing around telling him that this is a good idea. Or did he just want to go on national TV and tell us that he's worth $10 billion? Coltrane, I start with you. Your thoughts on Donald Trump's candidacy. Here's the thing about Donald Trump's candidacy. I think that it it will make for an interesting uh, debate when the debates start up because 
Okay, he's not really a serious candidate. I mean, I know, how dare I say that, but in in all fairness, he's not really a serious candidate, and no one really is going to vote for him. So there's that. But he's going to get into debates and say a lot of, like, things that I I think will make make the campaign season a little more interesting. So that's great. But, yeah, I think a lot of it was... Hey, uh, I'm worth nine billion dollars. People say that I'm not worth nine billion dollars, but I'm worth nine yeah. billion dollars. Like when it came to that point in the announcement, I'm like, oh, so that's what this is about. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't let us know that you know the Apprentice will be back this spring. Well, that's know, Sundays at eight or whatever. You that's know. what I figured. There had to be like something going yeah. on. Like so, you know, there's got to be. And then it, I was just thinking maybe it's because there isn't a season of The Apprentice right now, so he doesn't have that hype machine. So he needs something else. Now, so if he's running for president after next. November's election, he wants to do an apprentice with all of the candidates who lost. From that both would be parties. amazing. That would be a fantastic show. I, I haven't <laughs> watched the, the Apprentice probably since like the second season when I'm like, wait, what am I doing with my time that I'm watching this? I didn't even watch when Gene Simmons was on. I'm glad that he's not on the <laughs> phone anymore because I'm embarrassed to say that. But it's like I was just like, no, nah, I'm just I'm just not into the whole thing. But uh, yeah, I, I think that that's probably a big part of it. Uh, Agent Starling, your thoughts on Donald Trump running for president? Who cares? You you don't care at all. No, no, see, I so think you don't fu- care about America. Here's oh, the thing, you, oh, so stop, you hate America the way you hate everything else? In even like working, even in a pseudo political capacity, you know, pulling sound bites and stuff. Yeah, I just um, I stopped caring. So you would care if he was announced that he was going to be the next Doctor Who, right? Yes. Yeah, that'd be a big deal. Big and deal. Y- you would think he's he's he'd be an all right choice? He'd be okay. <laughs> I mean, he, you know. Well, now you just don't want to be contrary. Not anybody anything. could be Colin Baker, so. Did you just say that so that uh, Rafe Gutman will get married? No, I actually like all of the doctors. No, all I'm of kidding. them. I do. I do. They all have they all have merits. They're right. just it's just good characters and shitty shows. It's bad writing. All right. Could they have saved yeah. Jurassic World if they showed up in the middle? Absolutely. All 13 of them? Yep. All right. Hello, did you see Dinosaurs on a Spaceship? <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, see, that's the best Jurassic Park We're sequel back. ever made. <laughs> <laughs> ever made. Uh, Captain EO, your thoughts on Trump running for president? Um, I think it's funny. Uh, yeah, it's, it's great gonna, for comedy. Yeah, you know? I, what I really want him to do is get on the rents too damn high platform. Oh yeah, that rent guy. is <sighs> just too damn high. I mean, I can afford it because I'm a nine, nine billion dollars. Yeah, but 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 for the rest but of you, for the rest everyone yeah. else, you know, I mean, it is high. Yeah, you um, know, I own I own all these buildings where you pay too much rent, but the rent is too damn high. I think that would be great. What I'm more excited about is the fact that I I finally found out this amazing correlation between Arrested Development and the Bush family, and Jeb is actually Job. Jeb is Job. Jeb is Job, because, you know, Jeb is actually John Ellis Bush. Right. Job is George Oscar Bluth. Yeah. Okay. They're the same person. Who is is Michael? Um, Well. And George Michael. George Michael would be, like, what's it, Jeffrey Bush? Uh, Or son. Oh, or George P. Bush? Yeah, the the the. There is a George P. Bush. Is there really? She's George Bluth, obviously. Don't worry. You should take these names down. All of these Bushes will be president one day. (laughs) (laughs) After Chelsea Clinton, the rest of them all get in. 
But I'm just saying, I think it'll be, I want him to be president if only See, he will be, act exactly like Joe Bluth as president. Magic yeah. trick. Well, I, if, as long as he acts like Donald Trump, it would be amazing if he's president. Mm-hmm. I, now, it's like, I don't know, there are people in some circles that are quick to not dismiss it. And they have to like actually like, well, this is, you know, he's making some sense. People are taking it seriously. There's nothing serious about this. This is like when millions of Californians thought it would be funny if the Terminator was our governor. <laughs> you know, this is this is on a bigger level than that. And I think, you know, somebody ha- people have to make it happen. Trump needs to be president. Not because he's going to do a good job. The exact opposite. This is going to be like that Robin Williams movie, huh? Which one was that? The one that came out in like 06 where he becomes the oh. president. But it's all, oh, yeah. it all ends up being it's because like the like machines were broken. I forgot about that movie. Yeah, I was thinking of uh, Distinguished Gentleman, which is the movie where Eddie Murphy goes to Congress because he has the same name as Thomas the guy who Jefferson died. or whatever. I was thinking yeah. of uh, Dave. Oh, I love <laughs> Kevin Klein right becomes there. the president because he looks love, like the love president. Love me some Dave. <laughs> Well, we want to know what people think about Donald Trump's presidency. I want to find somebody who's like, you know, how dare you? Mr. Trump talks about good things. Probably somebody who works for the Can Trump he run this country into the ground like the USFL? <laughs> you mean the XFL or was it the no, USFL? No, he did the USFL. He did the USFL. Yeah. You're right. All uh, right. Vince McMahon was the XFL. And that guy, everything he touches turns to rock. <laughs> sounded funnier in my head. Uh, there was also a fascinating story over this past week. Got me cracking up like San Andreas. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the revelation that uh, Rachel Dolezal, yeah. I don't even know if I said her name right, the president of the Washington State NAACP was, whoops, transracial, a, a white woman. <laughs> but the best part of the story is who brought it to our attention? A disgruntled employee, an ex-boyfriend with a score to settle? Nope. Mom and dad, her lily white parents decided to uh, make sure that the media was uh, fully aware of this. And they basically brought her down. Now, that's what I call white power. Her parents say. (laughs) Wow. That went over a lot better than I thought. Her uh, parents say they've been estranged from their daughter for years. And they believe she made up her background as a way to hurt them. So pretend to be black. That's your way to hurt your parents. What do you guys think I mean, would be a better? Thinks in the South. Yeah. What Ow. do you guys think would be a better way to hurt your parents? I'll start with Captain Ian. What would be a better way to hurt anyone's parents? Not your parents in particular, but just oh. to try. Well, you could use yours. Well, I was just going to say my sister's already doing it by basically becoming Jewish because my mom's super Christian. This <laughs> her. Well, now off. she's only half Christian. She just yeah. believes the half. She's part, just first the, part she's, of the Bible. She reads up to. The, except she's a Kabbalist, so she's not even Jewish. A Kabbalist? I, don't even, I don't even know what that is. She, Kabbalah. She, what, she, oh, what Madonna does. Well, Kabbalist oh. means like she worships guys who That's fix a cobbler. shoes. Cobbler. Yeah, he's a cobbler. Peach cobbler. <laughs> I I've worshipped that a few times. Um. So yeah, well, that would be a good one, Agent Starling. You think of uh, some better ways to uh, try and hurt someone's parents? Yeah, but it's tricky. Because Because in my in my world, uh, if you kill someone's parents, they're coming back for you like 20 years later as Batman. Oh, Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, if because you think what's the best way to hurt someone's parents? Murder them. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the well, ultimate that would hurt way. Their parents, not that would yeah. hurt them, not their parents. Right. But it would literally. Well, I mean, their parents would hurt really bad until they were dead. Yeah. That'd until be a lot of dead. pain. A lot of pain. But then that kid would grow up and become Batman. Yeah, and then the parents would be happy. So you're not hurting the parents. You're not hurting your parents in this way. Uh, Coltrane, can you think of a better way I that still, would hurt actually, someone's parents? Actually, it's not parents? so bad because somebody ends up becoming Batman in the end. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's actually a pretty so great I think yeah, so, so way, to, way to blow that one, Starling. No, you're welcome <laughs> that I actually brought that to the so table. So if you kill someone's kids and they become the Joker, that would be a good uh, way yeah, to hurt the parent. exactly. Done. Okay. Uh, Coltrane, a better way to uh, try and uh, hurt someone's estranged parents. I mean, this one... <laughs> this isn't a bad one. It's just, I feel not, like there's yeah. better ways. I mean, I agree. I There's... I don't know. Like the, This one is... Uh, it's difficult to come up with one that's that's really funny, uh, because everything that I can think of is actually kind of kind of awful and really not so good. So we do all I'm right go- with awful here. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to shy away from that one, especially okay. after after Starling completely like you know like, Batman. Uh, Look, it ends uh, in Batman. Everything ends in Batman. To yeah, be fair, which is fantastic. If, if we want to not be funny about it, like, accusing them of being like horrible, molesting abusers would mm-hmm. be a pretty good way of hurting your parents. Yeah, getting yeah. them sent to jail. This doesn't forever. seem like this is why she did it. You know, it's just like, oh, my parents she adopted by a black family. No, no. Her family adopted four black children, but not her. And they uh, they had a great like side by side photo of her. Like, I think when she was in college and she's very white. She just looks like uh, who's that? I'll come back to it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, Now, she she says that she (laughs) identifies as black, which that's actually a brilliant approach because the world has just embraced Caitlyn Jenner. Saying that she identifies as a woman, so how's this different? I actually don't have the answer. Like, I don't know how this. Okay, is this different. is this is entirely fucking different. This isn't even a. Well, little that's why bit, I asked. This isn't even a little bit the same thing. And any and this is I you know on this show on this element of of the show I feel like we don't we try to sort of yeah, steer away from politics because it overall politics is too divisive. Boring. And it's bullshit. Yes, that too. But yeah. every fucking liberal that I've heard defend her and talk about her being transracial is so full of shit. It I is, agree with that. <laughs> I can't even. Fu- it, I can't wrap my head around it. Transracial. Now, it's. Because it is, they're making up uh, an excuse for why she did this, so they don't have to criticize her, which is fucking ridiculous. If a Republican now, did this, they, they would be burned at the stake. It would be, it, it would be maddening. Yeah. They, they, that person would in fact have to be thrown off of a building. Right. They would be, they would be like flown over to the Middle East and dropped in with ISIS, and they'd be like, "All right, fuck you. You have to stay there now. That's your punishment." The, it's. It's so crazy, like the like people that are defending her. Now, I will say this: like her wanting to identify like culturally with black people, fine, I'll grant you that that's okay. But don't lie about it. That's the part that's ridiculous. And taking it a step further than that, okay, you identify as black, except for when you sued Hampton University because they discriminated against you for being a white woman. That is correct. It's mm. it's that, that factually happened. I saw that. Yeah, and so. You're, it's like, oh, I've been, I've identified as black since I was five, except like five years ago when, when I sued Hampton for racial, racial discriminating against me for being white. Now it's, I do think she's a little bit nuts. There's like, I, as like because she story, pretended to be a black woman, a little bit, so that no, she could like get the job of the NAACP. Yes, she might be a well, little bit. I mean, nuts. no, but that in and of itself, that could, you don't have to be crazy to do that. I think that like. The fact it's that true. She, there's there's a level that which I says, saw black like me. I was just gonna say there's a level <laughs> to which this could be the plot for a hilarious eighties romp. <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, man. yeah, exactly. Thank you. Which is funny because my mother absolutely hated that movie. What? I, my mother doesn't hate anything. Hated that movie. Just one of those side notes. Wow, she but, really will Sterling to that movie. <laughs> she like absolutely Sterling's that movie. That's so crazy. She, I, I don't know. Like she despised <laughs> that movie. Hey. Anyways. Anyway, but, back to your point before we get to Captain Ia, who also... She looks like point. Jennifer Lawrence with a bad tan. There it is. Got it. It's in. It's in. It's true. It's in. It's in. I mean, it, it's... 
And I, I think like my bigger problem with the whole thing is the fact that she is is where she lied about it and like checked boxes that said that she was black in order to get certain advantages. Because listen, I can tell you being black is not a fucking picnic. And so like I I'm not a huge fan of affirmative action. I understand what it was there for originally. Sure. I don't love it now, but I still understand why there's some necessity for it. But but when a white person is checking boxes to be black and saying that that she is experiencing hate crimes against her blackness. Correct. And it diminishes actual like people who deal with this stuff for real. Actual hate crimes and right. terror. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. like I got this letter sent to me like from the and it showed pictures of lynching. And when the police investigated that, they said there was no postage on this letter and whoever put this letter in your mailbox had to have the key. So, just saying, I feel like she, that one, I'm going to say that she allegedly made that one up. I'm, you know, I don't have the facts, so I'm just going to, but. Sure. So, if she had just decided that she associated with black people and was going to want to run the NAACP as a white woman, but she wanted to, like, help out, fine, I'm all for it. It's the fact that she actually, like, she actually took things like whenever it was convenient for her to take to to check black and like take an advantage there she would but every other time it's like eh, now I'm going to sue Hampton for being because they discriminated against me for being white she's too that stuff I don't like and so as this is like I just thought it was weird at first and now like I do kind of not like her at all i think yes she's crazy i do think she's a bit crazy i don't think that she's even remotely comparable to caitlin jenner and i i think people defending her are fucking ridiculous uh captain eo i hope you're about to defend her but that's probably not the point you wanted to make yes i am going to defend her oh this is good (laughs) ken uh would you hit it (laughs) she's crazy well, Ooh, me, yeah, we've established like we've established that Coltrane does like crazy. I do yeah. like crazy. Yeah, there are some pictures of her on uh, Daily Mail that she took when she was actually still being white, and uh, you know, like she she actually did look kind of cute for for a stretch. I feel so like you're saying she's hot when she's white. Kind of, yeah. Racist, racist. Who knew that Coltrane was actually the biggest racist <laughs> on the cast of the Black Cats? And yes, wow. I'm taking did. I'm taking Liev into consideration. <laughs> Coltrane did that. Hashtag Coltrane did. Let's just try and uh, try and I get would, that trending. And he would. I would just say. I <laughs> yeah. would say. I oh. would. My, <laughs> I thought it was just. I would. <laughs> I mean, like I would. like would. EO, say- like EO and Indominus Rex. <laughs> yes. I am saying. Well, my point in that, that regard was simply. When she tried to actually take on the role as like a struggling black woman, I feel as though she she sort of she stopped wearing the bikinis and stuff, which again, go to go to Daily Mail. Kind of looks good there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying like it's a different she, sure. when she took on a different persona, it, you know, she sort of changed that and everything and, you know, she's too giving, dark for you. Telling telling a Hispanic girl in one of her classes that she didn't understand what it was like to be Hispanic because she wasn't dark skinned enough is funny. That's amazing. It's actually. absolutely. Wait, she said fu- that to a Hispanic yeah. girl. There, That's she, awesome. In a class, they, she was, she talked to the minority students and was like, Oh, so I want you to st- sit in front of the room and t- and talk to the class about what it's like to be black or Hispanic and whatever. And so this Hispanic girl like raised her hand and, and, uh, Rachel was like, "Now you don't really understand what it's like to be a minority because you're too light skinned." That's fact. Fantastic. Actually, now, what happened. Was, how did she color her skin? 
Was she getting a fake tan? Spray tan? Or she going? She put makeup into, on by hand every day. We wear the goggles. I hope I just she see like a whole like <laughs> I see like a whole Mrs. Doubtfire issue happening where she needs to be white with a family with dinner <laughs> at oh one time God. and be black. See, with this family. goes back to my <laughs> idea. I was going to say, this is back to my idea that this should be a I hilarious movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> Wait. Miranda suggested Hello! an amazing Hello! movie. I don't want to say it because I, I don't want it, her idea to be stolen, but uh, I had a movie proposed to me today based on this. Based on okay. this. And give her credit. Great. You can say it. It was No, well, he doesn't want to give it out. Yeah, I don't want to give too much of it away. But <sighs> no, Can you give any element of it? Come on. Hollywood follows Hollywood loves the black cast. It obviously had to do with like flip-flopping races and getting like your... White congregation has left, so you're going for the black congregation. Oh, that's amazing. Uh-huh. I love this idea. Look, we're going to have to get to work on this movie. And Damn of course- Because we're as, totally going to steal it from this yeah, from your yeah. friend. From your friend. We'll yeah. do the Mrs. Doubtfire one first. I really want to do the Mrs. Doubtfire yes. one. Yeah, exactly. And um, could we get different actresses to play uh, both parts? Yeah, we, we could- pretend. No, with Jennifer Lawrence. to do both. You so black-faced Jennifer Lawrence Absolutely. is what you're proposing. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure he looks like it in the photo. <laughs> I wish everybody could see the uh, expression on Captain EO's face. When I said blackface Jennifer Lawrence. By the way, blackface Jennifer Lawrence is the unofficial title of this episode. I am not going to tweet it out there. But uh, just because Probably of the reaction it got. Yeah. It's like, hashtag blackface Jennifer Lawrence. What the hell is that? Um, but we want to hear what everybody thinks. The Dennis Miller show has Please. been arrested for racist tweets. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, Dennis is like sitting on, you know, just t- taking a nap. He's like, what? People talking about me for you good. Um, so we want to know what people think about all of that. You can uh, tweet us at Blackcast, and of course, the Blackcast on Facebook. Uh, there is a uh, one very important thing I have to make sure we talk about here because yes, uh, it was revealed this morning. Coltrane can see my notes, my notes. Uh, it was revealed today. I I didn't hear about this before today. I think it was this morning. Someone. In the St. Louis Cardinals organization, oh, hacked, ports, I'm out. See hacked into the server used by the Houston Astros, and they were stealing player information. Now, my friend John had kind of the great observation. Were they looking for proof that a team was actually being run that poorly? <laughs> Entirely possible. <laughs> but my thought was, well, I guess that this is what they mean when they talk about the cardinal way. You know, the right way to play baseball. The only way to run an organization. The cardinal way. Now, uh, Coltrane, I know that you make a correlation between this scandal and another that uh, has been talked about at great length, but even here on the podcast. So please give us your thoughts about Cardinal Gate. I just want to like uh, gate. I don't know what they're calling. Yeah, it, I was gonna say there's, there's got to be some fucking gate associated with it. I just want to see the absolute fucking hypocrisy that's gonna come out with all these cardinal fans who are gonna be like, well, it's not really that. It's not really this. It's not really that bad. Like, we're still the cardinals and everything. All those people who are out there trashing the Patriots for nonsense, for things that aren't actually really scandals. They're gonna oh the Patriots. They're all cheaters. They're all this and that. The Cardinals are being investigated by the fucking FBI because they could and again they did it to the Houston Astros really well, that was the point that I saw somebody make Ugh. and I actually can't remember who I feel like it was one of the you know the Gammonses or Buster Olney's like somebody who's really <laughs> smart about baseball but, see, that but wait, 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 the point they made that this is exactly like Watergate in that you didn't need to do this <laughs> you didn't get anything out of it that made you better you were fine you were way up 
on the Houston Astros. You know, you're the Cardinals. You're the annoying National League Yankees, all right? Everybody knows who you are. You didn't need to sneak into the Astros. You know, it's like, what, what were you getting out of it? You know, they didn't need to do it. But what was the point you wanted to make, Captain? You Hill? mean like needing to deflate a football when you're beating a team by 35 points? Right, exactly. They didn't need to do that either. But, stupid. But, and by the way, conservative think tank, American Enterprise Institute, did a fantastic piece in the New York Times explaining why the Wells Report is bullshit. And which is great because, again, if they're just completely a neutral uh, observer and they, uh, and a conservative think tank who conservatives usually side on the side of business, so they would be uh, going with the authority there, but they're saying, no, the Wells Report is absolute fucking bullshit. Absolute bullshit. One more very important point on this. Darrell yes, Rebus is a bitch for not showing up <laughs> to the ring ceremony. Like, what a... You, you basically, you're a jet for life, except for the fact that the only championship you'll ever win was with your arch enemy. Yeah. Suck, suck yeah. a dick, Darrell Rebus. The, the only championship game you'll actually be at. Yeah. You know, in, I in mean, any listen, capacity. I, I don't care as much about that, because let's face it, now he once again plays for the Jets, so... I just, I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> That's going to be his legacy. He's going to go into the Hall of Fame, and they'll be like, Great Jet, who only ever won a championship <laughs> with his archenemy Patriots, Darrell Revis. <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely fucking brilliant. But I'm just, that's the, the absolute hypocrisy that's going to come out in this is going to be sort of annoying to me, but sort of funny as well, because you know there's going to be all these people like, well, yeah, but the Patriots are still cheaters. The Patriots are still cheaters. Yeah. Except that this is, the the government is coming in and telling you, that your beloved St. Louis Cardinals, in fact, are cheaters, whereas the Patriots, when it comes to this Deflategate stuff, is absolute nonsense. Well, here's the thing, too, is that you know a lot of teams, there's you know varying, there's a sliding scale on what's all right about the inflation of footballs. But no other teams are going in there and hacking into teams' networks and trying to steal information, at least as far as you can tell. This is the one that you know did it. You don't know why they did it, but it's also the holier-than-thou franchise that it's like, well, you know, the, the best fans in baseball are in St. Louis. Well, how do you know that? Well, because we tell you we're the best fans, <laughs> so we must be right. Fuck you tell so it couldn't have happened to a better group of people than the st louis cardinals tell me you wouldn't be surprised to see a movie about this in like 15 years where they're like a bunch of mit students are <laughs> hacking for bill belichick well, ben ben mesrick is definitely going to write a book about this and you know what True. it'll probably be a good book because uh, i've enjoyed every ben mesrick book that i've read uh captain eo how hard is your out time do we have a couple minutes soft Soft, soft. Like, soft like me when I'm not in the presence of the Dominus Rex or Chris Pratt. Or blackface Jennifer Lawrence. Black Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to uh, get into one other topic because I, I don't want uh, Agent Sterling to be excluded from the last thing we talked about. Hashtag free Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, now, people are furious, Agent Starling, yeah. about Game of Thrones. Okay. There's a death of some character. No idea who because I don't care. But I want to take this moment. Yeah. To kind of return. Wait, people die in Game of Thrones? Yeah, apparently. Fuck. Because yeah. uh, I want to kind of return the favor to people uh, on social media. So, also, people. Uh, people. People. People who love Game of Thrones. Yeah. A lot of times they're the same people that they're like really happy when they pose like a little, a little meme graphic about how happy they are that they don't care about the NFL playoffs, the, you know, the Super Bowl or the World Series. Uh, well, this is my moment. This is my <laughs> Julie Andrews on the hilltop, not giving a shit about you and your stupid dragon nerd show with your fucking dragons like i just said we're nerds uh, yeah th these are like nerdy nerds these are worse than nerds uh, these are like nerd prime you know the, this is like the original nerd and this stupid show you know what i hope happens them. i oh, hope nerd 
I hope everyone gets killed off next season. And there's just, there's just, happen. it's just like the, this next season is called Winter Really Came, and you just, it's just snow. No, <laughs> 60 minutes. no it's just weird metaphysical rip in time and space where then this, the seventh season is just fat George R. R. Martin sitting in a chair, like, well, I, I guess I could keep writing, but, uh, just feeling heavy a, breathing. Feeling a bit. You know, feeling you know when George R. Well. when George R. R. Martin is is going to to hang up his his uh, weirdly fitting hat. He's gonna he's he's gonna just realize he's like you know what? There's no one left to rape. Yeah, you know, just, I've, I've, I've raped everyone. No, just to have babies and then rape them. Yeah. What do you? Whoa! Uh, <laughs> what do you get for the man who's Dark. raped everyone? Yeah. Bill Cosby? Yeah. No, God! What? Jello, what you can never have too much. J e l l o. Probably ought to have finished with the last topic. Yes, but uh, Asia Starling, your thoughts? Because people get so passionate, people get so angry at the show, but then they still fucking watch it. You know, as much as you guys have been giving me crap recently about. Apparently not liking anything. This is, is the thing you don't like. Patently untrue. Right. I am never, and never will be, on the level of the people who find out that you don't like Game of Thrones and they cannot let it go. You, that's true. They cannot let it you go. You don't do that to anybody. No, I don't. Because I, I just don't care enough. If it doesn't have to do with me, I really don't give a shit. At the end of the day. Right. right but it's no. It, but but I, you see but people you, like know, going on and Thrones, on. Would you care? Right. Yeah. I'm just kidding. The thing is, is that. It's so funny, I think, in this last season alone, how many fans of mine who are big fans are like, I don't know if I could keep watching the show because of like that, in particular, that rape scene and then and this, then this character and all this kind of stuff. There are a lot of people who are like, I'm just not oh, sorry. It's just been too long. It's been a long time coming. I just can't do it anymore. I've seen a lot of people bail on this show. And to that, I say, I fucking told you. <laughs> it's I true. On the show this I season, you. I, I watched. You watched episode. it up until now. I watched a couple episodes into this season, and then I just didn't give a shit. I was like, I don't have an hour to sit here and you watch know what? people rape each other. In with the swords. first episode of the first season, they teased the White Walkers. Yeah. You know when they showed up? Three episodes ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah, season five. That's that whole amazing. shit that you were like stoked to see didn't happen for almost five years. Yeah. Fuck that. Are you kidding? I don't want to watch that show. You know what happens in Daredevil? He's fucking Daredevil. Yeah. That's a great point. Like yeah. even yeah, even before I know that the show's it, not called The White Walkers, but if you just tease it, even if it's at the end of the yeah. first season, like, guess what? White Walkers and Dragons. You know when the dragons show up? Yeah, they hatch at the end of the first season. They're small in the second season. They piddle around in the third season. They do a couple of cool things in the fourth season. But mostly the big ass badass moment happens second to last episode of the fucking fifth Imagine season. Imagine if season one of Daredevil was uh, just, Matt and Foggy in law school. Yeah. And then How at awesome the end, would that be? Blind at the Matt end, Murdoch doing at some the end, kung fu every yeah. once in a while. At the end, they're studying for their, their finals. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I hope we pass. And, da, and, da, da, and next somebody goes, hey, we're going to go see a Daredevil show. Do you want to go? And he's like, huh, get it? Hat nod. Wink. Yeah. Get Daredevil. End of the season. Well, you know, but if, if that's what it was. Oh, the it, Daredevil's coming. It's on his way. If that's way. what the show was, it would probably be Gotham. See, I said that for oh, you. <laughs> oh, I do now. And that, look, that is one thing that I feel I feel right. Well, you were really like supportive, it. even though you didn't like I it. I kept watching. You're like, no, it's all right. I love because you love Batman. I look. love Batman. I didn't yeah. watch the second half. I just could look if ba Batman's not in it, and I'm done. You know what I mean? Like we stretched that promise, promise, premise in a comic book. With a graphic novel, you're like, cool, the backstory of the Penguin or the Joker. That's fun, because you know what? It only lasts like 100 pages. Yeah. And they're comic book pages. And then it's over. And then and you, you know what happens? But, Batman yeah. shows up. Right. And In you also show, never... You Batman also, never comes! And you've also never had Jada Pinkett Smith stab out her oh, own God, eye. Oh, God. That's oh. the worst. She's so bad. She's the worst. That fucking moment, I remember being like, I laughed. I was like, I don't, I don't even know what's going on anymore. What was worse, when she did that or gave birth to Jaden? 
<laughs> we want to know. Question. Tweet us at B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. Uh, let's uh, finish on a thought about Daredevil that you said earlier because we talked a lot about Daredevil. We, we like yeah. it. And this is not, you know, look, you like it. You're on record. But there was like one point you had that was actually really funny the way you explained it <laughs> it's to not, us. And it's, it's, one it's of not a major like, criticism no, at all. No, yeah, no, yeah. it's not. It's, and I get it because they want to fulfill a lot of dreams. It was like in the last three minutes of the last episode, you're like, oh, well, I guess he's not going to wear that red suit, and I guess Fisk is going to get away. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, guess what, Daredevil, you like my new red suit? Beat you up in the back alley where nobody else is around, none of your bodyguards, guess what, I'm wrestling, you're going in. Bam, done. Daredevil. Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. The end. Just like cleaned <laughs> see, up so see, neatly and perfect. And I was like, see, oh, all, honestly, see all y'all in season two yeah. with the no, Punisher. The positives Guys, so far on. outweigh the negatives that that's not even yeah, that's, that's really that's a non-issue. Nothing. But the explanation but it was just, for it was that so... was that he finally had snapped and he was ready to kick the shit he out was, of Fist because yeah. every other time he was holding back. That was the only time that he was ready. He's like, no, I'm going to beat you to death. Jeff, you're arguing with me. I'm not saying it's a problem. No, I was just, that was I, my I feel as though you were saying it was a problem. <laughs> uh, look at culture. Uh, by the way, I get Jurassic a, World sucked. I get, <laughs> Damn it! I get a message from uh, Rob Lorich who remembered the two movies he's excited about uh, this summer. Yes. Uh, although this isn't the summer, the second one. Terminator Genesis. Oh, which okay, yeah. we're looking forward to. Although I see that. the trailer definitely that I've it seen now, the trailer that has ruined the thing that yeah. would have been maybe interesting. Uh, I James don't know. Cameron says it's the third trailer. Yeah, he, it's like forget about Terminator Three yeah, and, and, four. and why are we getting rid of the one with Christian Bale? Because that movie gave us the the great audio. Oh, yeah. good for you. <laughs> if it wasn't for that movie, we wouldn't have that. That's true. So we can't forget that. movie. Movie. That's very true. Well, I won't forget it. Uh, and then also uh, Spectre, the next James Bond movie, which oh, I think that's not the summer. Like November. Yeah, yeah. Wait, well, is, isn't that the, is Idris Elba in that one? No, that's going to be the one after it. Oh, yeah, okay. Idris Elba will be James Bond in the next. If one. If that sure. happened, I would lose my mind. Yeah, I would. Idris uh, Elba. Yeah, because it would be Why? amazing. Idris Elba as Bat- as I'm sorry as uh, I always wanted him as Batman as James Both. Bond. Batman you and James Bond. Happen. I want it to. It's happen. happening. No, is it a done deal? I thought it was a done no, deal. No, it's like there's a lot of talk about it, but uh, it's a done deal. They'll oh, see. It'll be so good. Hell yeah. I wanted to be Batman so bad. This is good. This Batman is or James best. Bond. You don't best. even care. I don't I really give a shit. Li- They're kind of hey, the same. All right, but here's the important question. It'll tie it all together as we, we uh, wind up here. If Idris Elba was the lead in the next Jurassic World movie, mm-hmm. would <gasps> you go see it? Only if him and Chris Pratt are just doing a ton of like. High, five high fives shit. like like Schwarzenegger or, and uh, or just and what's his just a lot brothers? of just a lot <laughs> of squats and you, know, <laughs> you maybe, son of a bitch maybe it's just them <laughs> at, maybe it's just them at a gym working out together yes it, honestly, would you if, see it if Jurassic uh-huh. World two or Jurassic Park five or whatever the fuck it's gonna be called was had no dinosaurs and it was just Chris Pratt and Idris Elba getting a pump. I would fucking see that movie a hundred million times. All right. Well, on that note, I think I think we've all learned some very valuable lessons today, and uh, we want to hear from all of you. Don't forget blackcast.com, the Blackcast on Facebook, at Blackcast on Twitter, and we will see you all very soon. Same Black time, same Black channel. <laughs>